Shut up and sit down. Hey, how are my people today? Hey, I'm Chris. And I'm Corey. And this is Film Nerd. We would be honored if you would join us. And here we go. All right, and welcome to Film Narc. This is Corey. Hey, I'm Chris, and we have a special guest for you guys today. The one and only Timothy Kitchen. <laughs> Yay! Tim so- used to do uh, Some Dudes in a Movie with us. Uh, he's a good friend. He's also the co-founder of Thunderpenny, who is a proud one and only sponsor to the podcast. And he has he used to be my movie-going partner. Uh, Tim, tell us a few qualifications you have for talking about movies. Well, Corey and Christopher and I have a deep love, a deep, deep, deep love for the movie, movie industry. I used to watch movies every weekend growing up, and Chris and I, as he stated, were partners <laughs> in movies. Ah, yes. That, that is indeed. Um, as you'll know, there's a little bit of a difference between talking, because uh, we haven't gotten one of our new mics in. We're using a stand-in, which isn't... Ideal, but the new mic's coming, and we're going to get you guys a lot better quality here. Um, so, jumping into it, uh, are you guys ready? Are you guys set? Ready to go? Some, let's get some news. Do we get to tell the cops? For a little bite, told me. The Daily Snitch. All right, so story number one on The Daily Snitch. The Daily Snitch. Uh, now, you didn't hear this from me. But uh, Netflix just announced that they're coming out with the Punisher season. Uh, It was kind of up in the air. People kind of figured that that would happen. Um, But it is official. Everyone's coming back. John Bernthal, I hope I'm saying that name correct, is going to be the Punisher. Uh, What are you guys' thoughts? Well, I was just curious as to whether um, we're going to see Daredevil in this season. Uh, I I thought maybe he might have a couple cameos, but uh, Tim was mentioning that in Jessica Jones... Uh, Daredevil isn't in that. They mention him, they talk about yeah. him, but he isn't in that series. I think it'd be cool to see some of the other characters, but I also want to see some other characters within the world of Punisher. I want to be introduced to a new character just through Punisher, kind of like Jessica Jones did with Luke Cage. Yeah. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. Tim? I think my primary question is if it's going to be a 13 episode long or like a 6 to 8. Corey thinks it'll be 13 which makes sense all the other ones are yeah the only reason i wonder that is the <laughs> the extremity of the character the <laughs> hyper violence in season two you do see like the humanity of him when he's talking with um karen page mm-hmm. in the diner and he's like yeah you love daredevil i mean matt murdoch <laughs> <laughs> so i'm i'm guessing when they actually have a, a full season of this guy He's not going to be murdering people like every five minutes. There's going to be ha- something else, some other arc. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have a new arc. I mean, there's plenty of storylines within the Punisher comic. Comic. Um, I really hope they bring in Bullseye or Jigsaw would be a great villain. Uh, they got a lot of good stories. I'd love to see some new villains. Also, they always have the mystery with his family and what happened to them. You know, you can always continue on with that, with him trying to figure out exactly what's going on and mm. he perpetrated the whole conspiracy and cover-up. So, yeah. 
Well, well, they kind of figured that out in season two with figuring out that it was like a police raid and that's how his family got shot down. It was a little bit different than how it originated in the comics. Right. It just, there was something like, it wasn't fully satisfying in season mm. two of Daredevil. I felt like they, they, they could definitely revisit that and find out more details of what went on. So I was waiting for him to use that friggin' chain gun that they showed, but he never did. Yeah, the minigun. Sad moment. Um, All right, look, you didn't hear this from me. Oh, okay. But uh, they're releasing a new Spider-Man movie. Now, oh. this one is Marvel. It's not Sony or... Um, Sony's still involved, but, but Marvel's they, the creative they've team made behind a deal. it. They've made a deal so that they can kind of share the One of them back the alley deals. Makes. But it's called Spider-Man Homecoming. It's with Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Um, now, I personally, none of us have seen Civil War. But everyone is, is talking about Spider-Man. Apparently, he steals yeah. the movie a little bit. Uh, I think there's a lot of reason to be excited about this movie. Um, and and that's impressive considering how I think it would be easy to be kind of overdone and tired mm -hmm. of Spider-Man at this point. We've had five Spider-Man movies. But none of them have really captured what Spider-Man actually is, and that's what it looks like they're doing with this casting and the way that they're using this character, which is fantastic. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. And uh, with the title Homecoming, in the comic, it was after the uh, Secret Wars, where there was, like, uh, big battles between uh, different heroes and villains. Um, but it was on, like, a battle planet. Um, and his in Spider-Man Homecoming, which the comic was dubbed when he came back from Secret Wars and he started his own comic again after that event, uh, he had the black suit, which I'm assuming he's not going to have the black suit this time around. Um, because they are planning on doing a Venom solo movie, but I'm sure they won't want to throw too much in at one time. Uh, but it's about Spider-Man kind of getting back into the swing of things and, like, recovering from that. So I'm sure instead of Secret War, they're going to be using this Civil War event with Captain America as Spider-Man trying to come to grips. And it is officially confirmed Robert Downey Jr. will be in the movie as Tony Stark and Iron Man, which Iron Man was in the comics. And uh, it's only a matter of time before they announce Steve Rogers or... Chris Evans as Captain America will be in the movie as well. So because of their deal, they're able to intermix all the Marvel characters and the Spider-Man Sony property, which is great. It's going to be crazy different to see Spider-Man with a bunch of other well-known heroes alongside of him. Yeah. I had a question regarding this. It's kind of related. Uh, Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield, who's your favorite? They're so I would say they're, they're very different, and intentionally so, because yeah. it was only a few years, well, like five, from the last Spider-Man 3 to then The Amazing Spider-Man. But personally, although it's fresh in my mind, I'm going to go with Garfield. He just, he seemed more dynamic. I'm, I'm still a Tobey Maguire fan. Yeah. He's so sad all the time and <laughs> dumpy looking. Kind of like, well. Yeah, you can Google image the faces of Spider-Man and it's all of Tobey <laughs> Maguire's extreme facial expressions. It's really funny. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I'd definitely say Andrew Garfield because he actually got some of the snarkiness. He came off as an a-hole mostly, but that's okay because he's Spider-Man trash-talking bad guys. And he was just learning at the time, so he's getting pretty cocky with his powers. But uh, I felt like he encapsulated that side of Spider-Man more, but we've never had both sides. We've never had... Peter Parker and Spider-Man. One's either played one or the other better, and I think Tobey Maguire was a pretty good Peter Parker, and I think Andrew Garfield was a better Spider-Man. So with Tom Holland, it really looks like there's going to be a balance of a solid Peter Parker and a solid Spider-Man. He's a much younger actor, also. Thank um, goodness. I think a lot of just it had a bunch to do of forty-year-olds. Right? Yeah, like, I think a lot of it had I'm to do with school. writing with the early movies, especially the Tobey Maguire ones. I think those movies actually transcended a little bit 
uh, I think the movies that T- Tobey Maguire did were a little bit better overall than the Andrew Garfield movies. Mm. But I do agree. I think Andrew Garfield had a better feel for who Spider-Man was. And but I'm like you were saying, I hear Tom Holland is just you know really has the bee's that, knees. Yeah, really all the kids are talking about this down. Tom Holland. I always like in a character when it's I don't need to feel sorry for someone constantly. And I didn't have to do that necessarily with Tobey Maguire, but I felt with Garfield the pacing was snappier while you still could could feel for him. And Tom Holland is in the mold of Andrew Garfield, but still being his own thing because they're really focusing on the high school aspect. Yeah, and Andrew Garfield had more of that like skater punk kind of a feel rather than the nerd. And mm. I, think, I think that was good for Spider-Man, and I think Tom Holland will be able to do that. And backflips. Okay, so we'll move on to uh, number three. Now, guys, you didn't hear this from me. That was way too creepy. <laughs> but they just released the new Power Rangers logo for the new Power Rangers movie and a new cast and um, who's playing what Rangers and it's a bunch of no-name young kiddos. But uh, I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's going to be sweet. The one thing that I'm asking for from this movie is that they take it a little more serious instead of the kid-friendly kind of Power Rangers. It would be nice to see um, a good, solid Power Rangers with a some or two? adult themes. Five. Uh, or five. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm thinking like a 60-death minimum. Uh, <laughs> no, but I would love to see Tommy show up as the Green Ranger, like the original is just kind of like a, I'm a pest hero. I'm here to help. It would really help to have some of the original guys like do some cameos. That would be really cool. Like the Yellow Power Ranger? Yeah. Oh. Trina? Wait, she's she's dead. Is Trina dead? <laughs> Yeah. We'd, oh, have, okay. we'd bum us out, well, Tim. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Life is short, everybody, all the viewers at home. Wow. Live like, it now. Yeah. Especially if you're the Yellow Ranger. Yeah, no one likes you. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, Elizabeth Banks is playing Rita Repulsa. Rita, Rita Repulsa. Uh, there have been some complaints about the way she looks because it's so different. Um, <laughs> I was never a big Power Rangers fan, but I'm definitely going to see this movie, and I'm excited about it. I love Elizabeth Banks, and uh, apparently this is the first time she's actually played a villain. So, I loved Power Rangers as I was when I was a kid. I actually yeah. watched quite a bit of it, and there was something like magical about it. it. I actually looked on Netflix a few days ago. There's, I, I believe there's something like 30 different things that pop up, either series or movies. So, apparently that has staying power. Yeah. No, there's a ridiculous amount of Power Rangers stuff that's out right now. And uh, I think <laughs> the the logo, actually, for the new one, it still maintains the the aesthetic of the original. Yeah, it feels really classic. cool. Yeah. It's like a modern, I don't know. Yeah, they modernized the classic. Once they got away from, like, the standard, like, dinosaurs that the Power Rangers were based on, I was just, like, uninterested in Turbo and anything like this. But, uh, yeah, I was, man, I remember playing that on the playground, Power Rangers, and so hopefully they kind of go the route of how um, this new Ninja Turtle movies is going and just bringing, like, my childhood toy box to life because right. right now I'm super amped for uh, Out of the Shadows. So Yeah. Um, so that is Daily Snitch. <laughs> Punisher is for sure coming out on Netflix, probably 13 episodes. We're not sure. Spider-Man Homecoming, they're going to bring in some other heroes, and we're going to get a really good full-on Marvel-approved Spider-Man movie, and then Power Rangers looking pretty sweet. It's definitely probably going to be worth checking out whether it turns out to be good or not. Yeah. I love you, Billy. 
Yep. We have a new segment for you guys. That's right, the Super Mega Question Fantastico. Super Mega Question Fantastico. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. We to do this mess live. With. Okay, so uh, for our Super Mega Question Fantastico for the day, Super Mega Question Fantastico. Okay, uh, <laughs> who would win in the following fictional battles? I came up with a couple of one-on-one situations. One-on-one. One-on-one. Okay. Um, so I'm going to leave it up to you, and I want to hear good cases here on who you think would win in these battles. Uh, some of them are pretty standard, superhero versus superhero. There's a couple wild cards in there, but we'll just jump into it. Okay, first battle. Aquaman versus Iceman. Hmm. Iceman. Iceman. We can't we can't have the same answer. Well, well, why do you guys think <laughs> okay, Iceman? So I think Iceman because okay, let me let me get all up in here. Um I think Iceman because my most familiar my I'm familiar with Aquaman through Adrian Grenier's aka Vinny Chase's Aquaman. <laughs> and um well that was so cool. Um I just I just can't buy Adrian Grenier as anything besides Adrian Grenier. Okay. So, real quick, Aquaman. But he's he- actually Jason Momoa now, and that's entirely different because Cal Drogo. <laughs> True. I'll, well, here, this is why, because I think similar to sharks and lions, sharks are scary in a water situation, but they're not that scary in a land situation. Same with a lion. Lion's scary in a land situation, but not that scary in a water situation. With Aquaman, I feel like a lot of his powers are dependent upon the water. If he's not in the water, if they're not fighting can, in the water. Can he not can he control water itself? I think he can, but it's not like he can just bring a body of water with him wherever he goes. I don't know if he's like I would say Magneto. Aquaman. My answer would be Aquaman because what is Iceman made out of? No, Iceman is made out of normal living tissue. Like uh, a human. is wow. it? He completely covered in he ice when he takes himself, his ice he form. He covers himself with ice when he's like powering up. Any sort of ice power that he would but try to use against only, Aquaman, couldn't he control it? That is an ice shield. Okay, he just covers him with ice. No, this is the thing, though. If, if he throws an ice blast, wouldn't he be able to turn that right back around onto Iceman? Maybe no, but that's that's the I'm thing is it goes both ways. Iceman can also turn a water attack back on Aquaman by turning it into ice. Not only that, but if Aquaman <laughs> tries to make himself more powerful by become like going into water, he's gonna get turned to ice and he's gonna get frozen and he's gonna be stuck by Iceman. I think Iceman, I think Iceman is going to be able to turn. His power against him, Aquaman's power against him, more than Aquaman is going to be able to do that to Iceman. I think Iceman wouldn't be able to go into his ice form. I think it would have to come down to straight-up hand-to-hand combat because either one would cancel each other out. And it's, in that case, it's just a matter of who's the better fighter. Well, it's the, the old central question of whose power is more powerful. Yes. When That is deep. I know, right? I think Like when, an ocean. Like a ocean <laughs> i think when when uh comic book stories are done well mm. you have a, a visceral feeling and understanding for the power and how it relates to the character and purely ice versus water 
just on that essential front. Ah, man. I, ice overpowers water. I agree. I mean, what, what Titanic didn't sink all, like because it hit water. It floats on water. It sunk because it hit ice. Ice is a solid like thing. It can very... break things. <laughs> that, that's a terrible example of why Iceman would be Aquaman, I feel. You leave yeah. Jack out of this. Ice is a solid thing. If you get hit with ice, it breaks your bones. Yeah. Water is a liquid. I'm it, just thinking it, strictly of body manipulation of Aquaman manipulating Iceman while he's in his ice form, yeah, which he well, usually then, is. Well, Iceman can just choose not to cover himself in ice. And not only that, but Iceman controls ice. Aquaman controls water. Does Aquaman control water in ice solid form? We don't know. That's true. But it, my, my maybe final thought, if... If he controls water, then ice, what does ice come from? Water. On that front, then clearly Aquaman is the creator, is the winner. Hmm. All right. So I feel like this one may be undecided. We just may need to set it up and watch it and see what happens. Maybe pay-per-view. Um, <laughs> okay. So I'm actually going to move my number two to number three because it's just so good. And I'm so proud of myself. And I feel like I should save it to last. All right. So next matchup, Steven Seagal versus Jean-Claude Van Damme, which had a feud in real life, and Jean-Claude Van Damme did challenge him to a fight to see who would win because they hate each other, which is why they're both not in the Expendables movie. Question. Is this current? They're the current versions of themselves or each of them in their prime? Biggest question. Um, in their prime. Okay, that... that... I just want to comment briefly on the the modern iteration of both of them because I find it I find a lot of humor in that. Yeah, but I I, I do still feel like Jean Claude Van Damme would win in a modern setting than Chubby yeah, Seagal. I, I feel like Seagal would just, definitely I don't know die of diabetes before Jean Claude touch it. <laughs> he's he's not he's not that bad. <laughs> he is so fat. He's well, letting himself go a little well, bit. Look. In their prime, I, I'm he pulled still an Elsa going, I'm and still, let it go. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still going with Jean Claude Van Damme. I mean, the guy is impressive. The guy is an athlete. He did more impressive stunts, I think, and he has more of a real understanding of martial arts than Steven Seagal does. Uh, Steven Seagal has definitely had real training and done real training, but I feel like uh, it, it's kind of like you know if Bruce Lee were to fight Jackie Chan or something. Jackie Chan's a really good movie star, and he definitely knows his karate, but Bruce Lee would kick his butt. Yeah. Know? I think it's the same way with Steven Seagal and Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme is more legitimate. Yeah. He's trained his body, um, and he, he is much more a karate expert than he is a movie star. Well, maybe the, uh, the question here is, which one has the more powerful finishing move, roundhouse kick or neck break snap? Or... Or splits punch to the groin. Yeah. Or stunt double tumbling. <laughs> <laughs> stunt double tumbling. Now I think we all agree on this one is Jean-Claude Van Yeah, I, th I think in both. I, I, would, I would like to see a fight both in their prime and right now. Yeah, that, that would be really entertaining. I think we can all agree we'd love to watch them fight. Yeah. Okay, so battle number three. For real fight. Charlie Chaplin versus... Mr. Bean. Who do you feel like would win this? Battle of fight? the silent film stars. <laughs> yeah. Um I feel like Mr. Bean kind of has a really strong mean streak. So he'd have no problem sabotaging Charlie Chaplin. 
I think Charlie. Well, sure. But although I feel like he's much more of a coward in confrontation. I, th- I think I think Mr. Bean might might have some tricks up his sleeve. But here's the deal, Charlie Chaplin. I think we often forget he did a lot of stunts. He did. He did some really impressive physical work in his movies. And he really that's did. not to take anything away from Rowan Atkinson as, as Mr. Bean. No, he, yeah. he does really great physical comedy as well. But some of the things that Charlie Chaplin did were. were were really impressive yeah and and quite ahead of their time and i think just physically he he was deceptively strong yeah um and so i think i'm gonna have to go with charlie chaplin on this one see i think mr bean would win the battle accidentally (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's kind of how i see this playing out i feel like charlie chaplin would be on the attack most of the time but for some reason something would happen to where he'd get knocked out and mr bean would be the winner and he'd kind of stand up and be like mr bean would like grab a turkey to defend himself and (laughs) charlie chaplin would get his head stuck has, does Mr. Bean ever has he ever said anything ever? Yeah, he's he says stuff every he, now and he then. He says things and he grunts frequently, but he he does often say things. And, Christmas and kind of sucks. Sing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's just not very often. So it's we have the uh, raw physicality of Charlie Chaplin and his 1920s technology stunts, <laughs> and uh, the raw uh, irony of accidents going in Mr. Bean's favor, and those <laughs> being the central central question yeah that i'm asking it's very very good question so, asking. so do you put your money on the home alone uh or do you put your money on the train <laughs> you know stuntman no that's a great way to look at that with uh, home <laughs> alone stuff. lives that's all i have to say yep yes he does in all of our hearts all right so bonus round who wins in a dance battle ren from footloose Alex from Flashdance or Jean-Claude Van Damme from Breakin'? Wait, Jean-Claude Van Damme is in Breakin'? Oh, there is a YouTube video with your name on it, Chris. Well, I think, is that the one where they're all dancing in like a club? Because I didn't think that uh, was They're dancing in the street. Oh, okay. Oh, this okay, is the okay. first time that you're introduced to Turbo and Ozone and Jean-Claude Van Damme is in a wrestling singlet in the background, <laughs> shimmying and clapping. Okay, okay. So Jean-Claude Van Damme, who does have some cool moves but he's mostly just doing this yeah i feel like kickboxer is another good frame of reference yeah yeah because i have seen yeah he does know how to to wiggle his shoulders he he can really wiggle them hips uh (laughs) look at that jiggle in his wiggle and this is a dance battle right Mm -hmm. yeah okay okay well i'm thinking alex from flash dance is just gonna spin and spin and spin until she spins her way right into our hearts However, I think I feel like she's a little more unpredictable. I feel like she's a bit of a maniac. She, yeah, she has more classical training too, and and she's really slippery uh, when she's wet. Oh my god! <laughs> which which is like surely that going to, you know that's gonna <laughs> come into play with her. You, you, yeah. She's gonna get wet at some point in the dance. She's now. gonna give you the slip. I think I'm gonna have to go with uh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, from, written from Footloose. Yeah, from Footloose. I totally agree with that one hundred percent. Not only is he like a good dancer, but dance is like so his passionate to him. It's, yeah. it's so close to his heart. He believes and, in it, and he can fight dance. Yeah, and, and that's a big deal. Yeah, he's practicing his punches. Now, what, how do you feel he would do if there were no chains to swing on? Do you still think he would have equal chance of winning? If there's no chains to swing on, there's no chain to pull down and have a bucket of water from nowhere. Oh, snap. Nice. Went yeah, there. Without water. Knockout Alex punch. Is nothing. <laughs> and also, isn't there like an extended scene of like, uh, what is Kevin Bacon's character? What is it? Ren. 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 Damn it, I knew that. He's like dancing for like 
five minutes straight. Like that endurance, I haven't seen that single mm. take for anything. I don't actually know if this is yeah. Take. And he's not I just dancing. Yeah, he's not just dancing. He's like doing gymnastics off of a pole, yeah. swinging on chains. Like that's true. If it was like a time frame dance contest, he'd. Well, Jean Claude might win with because uh, yeah. he just shakes. <laughs> yeah, but 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 it, that's not impressive though. And dude, he does a pretty impressive like uneven bar routine yeah. in that dance scene. So, which I'm I mean, like, which I'm sure is totally Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> well, no, not not when he's swinging around the bar. No, but uh, no, he probably definitely he, he makes he it sizzle. A lot of the dancing, but uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that was a yeah, that was a bad joke. I just slipped in there makes it tasty because kevin bacon yeah six degrees of separation all right well i think that's going to wrap it up for the first half um we are going to jump over to a word from our sponsor all right so i am sitting here with the co-founder of Thunderpenny, timothy kitchen uh thunder penny is our main mamma our sponsor for our show right now and they are also releasing a new um, online tool called the Thunder Planner. So, Tim, is there anything you wanted to rep about that? Well, Tim wants to thank everyone, especially Chris and Corey, for blessing me with this opportunity today. I just recently left the Nissan Maxima high class. And what I have to say is, if you are interested in online marketing, give thunderpenny.com a shot. If you're interested in writing and organizing, having clarity, peace of mind in your head, being useful for other people, and making cash money while doing it, check out thunderplanner.com. Thank you for the opportunity, Chris and Corey. I have a good feeling about this whole film film narc business. If film narc and uh, Thunderpenny were people, they would be brothers, maybe, or really close friends. They would be close brother lovers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay.